Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'll just Matt Mosley at the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, joined by Scott Drew right now. And uh, Scott, hope all is uh, well for you. And uh, as you get ready for a big game against Seton Hall, doesn't that bring back memories when you think of Seton Hall, like when we were kids? Uh, Andrew Gaze comes to mind. PJ Carlissimo. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yep. that's a that's a legendary program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I told somebody. An- Andrew Gaze is not walking through that door. But what was that huge game we remember? Was it Rumil Robinson for Michigan? Yeah. Um, was, making uh, those huge free throws or something? Yeah. Yeah. Seton Hall, uh, Michigan, and yeah. great, great game. Um, I, I, I can tell you though, uh, um, anytime you play a, a school with tradition like Seton Hall has, you know they're going to be successful. And their coach, Shane Holloway, I mean, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching him play uh, um, back in the day for them, and and he's done a great job in uh, uh, recruiting a veteran squad. And uh, this will be with us. We start now uh, Big East, then we go uh, uh, Big Ten, then we go ACC. So three great tests for us and. Uh, if anyone doesn't have plans for tomorrow, we need the Baylor family in the Farrell Center. 8 p.m., Big 12 Big East Challenge is 4-3 to three right now in favor of the Big 12, and we need to defend home court. Now, Jerome came out today and said he didn't like this challenge. Uh, I don't know if anybody's made you aware of this, uh, the Big East Big 12 Challenge. Now, I used to not like these things during the middle of the season. Uh, I kind of got turned around on it because it's kind of fun, the SEC challenge and all that stuff that y'all would do. I kind of started to like it. Um, has it grown on you over the years, and, and where are you on the, the Big East Big 12? Do you agree with Jerome, or do you kind of, uh, do you kind of enjoy and embrace this thing? Well, uh, we, we always tell our players, control what you can control. And since we're mm-hmm. playing the challenge, our job is to win and represent the Big 12 to the best of our ability. Um, at the same time, if you're asking challenges overall, um, I, I think every every situation is a unique uh, um, choice. Like a, a, uh, when the SEC and us tried to make it a special day with all the media attention, I think uh, the way we did that, you got bigger bang for your buck than you do now when people play on different days. I think it's easier to follow a challenge when um, everybody's playing over one day or two days and you keep up with it. When it gets spaced out, you lose the buzz, the excitement. And if you're going to do a challenge, you want to do a challenge where um, you get maximum exposure, that's for sure. All right, I like that. A little more diplomatic uh, than Jerome, but I, I do. That's a good. Uh, that's a good. Uh, uh, I like that explanation there. Now, what do you think of the of the, the CFP, uh, the football? You're a football fan. Your staff, y'all watch these things. I mean, uh, you were kind of having peeking over there to see, you know, what was going on. Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Bama. Do you feel like? Um, Florida State. I mean, obviously, you got to feel bad for Florida State. But what did you think about what the uh, committee came up with? Well, I, I can tell you that uh, the great thing is that our sport—if you win, you're in. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you win your conference championship, you get the automatic bid. Uh, uh, you're good. Now, I, 
I feel for any team that goes undefeated and doesn't have a chance to continue their season for a national championship. So, um, but I, uh, if, if the, if the true thing is who are the best four teams, uh, one thing I try to do is I try to never give opinions unless I got all the numbers and analytics and facts. So I haven't researched it, studied it. Uh, but I am happy, uh, uh, at the end of the day, we got a big 12 team in there right now. And, um, uh, you got to cheer for your conference at this particular time. And, uh, I know you have four really good teams. I, I do think out of the recent history, um, this is exactly why they're expanding the, uh, the playoffs because um, you, when, when teams have seasons like Florida State, they deserve to be in. And normally one-loss teams um, uh, uh, that, that come from like Ohio State situation, Georgia's situation, they have a great chance to be in. So, I mean, this would have been a great year to have 12 teams, no doubt about it. All right, Baylor number six in the rankings. You'll keep moving up. Um, it's got to be, I mean, you're used to it. It's not that you haven't been up there many times in the past, but it is kind of funny how these market corrections take place. You all keep winning. You had the November like you had, and now they've got you. They've moved you up to uh, number six. Big 12 really looks good right now. It's like two, three, six. I mean, even Porter's hanging in there like 19, but there are five or six teams in there. What, what does it mean to your players right now to be number six? Is it something you all talk about, like with the players, and you celebrate a little bit, or do you not pay too much attention to it? Uh, no attention to it from the standpoint. Uh, we know that uh, you're only as good as your last game, and we want, we're, inter- we're interested in the end-of-the-year rankings and not mm-hmm. uh, the middle of the year. Now, um, uh, when you are ranked number one, that is a little different. <laughs> so, uh, and, and we've done that four times since 2017. So uh, I think that's always, always the goal. Um, and uh, as long as you keep winning, you give yourself a chance for that. Uh, but the most important thing is building to win the last game and uh, giving yourself a, a chance to do that. And uh, if you look at future big 12 teams, throw Arizona in there. So, I mean, uh, you can see, uh, um, number one ranked conference on the net and uh, in Palm Analytics. And uh, once again, the Big 12 looks just like it always does, really tough. And uh, with us, um, I mean, each and every night you look and you see upsets on the ticker. And it doesn't matter what conference or who. And uh, credit our guys for showing up, playing every night, and thus far being successful. Number one right now, Scott Drew, in offensive efficiency you you were number one in the country last year. I mean, it, it's kind of a, amazing to to keep doing this. What's the what's the biggest reason for that? Would you say you got three new uh, guards um, starting for you? I mean, it's kind of amazing to switch them out, but there you're still up there at number one. What do you credit that to the most? Well, I think uh, uh, first and foremost, it's the players get a lot of the credit, uh, if not all of it, from the standpoint. They're the ones that uh, have to uh, make the buckets and make the passes, run the offense. Um, but uh, I, I think our staff deserves a lot of credit, uh, assistant coaches in uh, the recruitment of student-athletes that want to be here, want to be great teammates, play the right way. And what I mean the right way is just share the ball and be unselfish. And uh, you, you, the last 12 years, um, 11 out of 12 years going into this season, we had 
top 25 offenses, six out of the last nine top 25 defenses. So it uh, doesn't matter who we've brought in. Um, uh, uh, the guys that have come have put the team first and they've, they've listened and worked hard to get better. And uh, the fan support they get uh, has allowed us to be successful. So hopefully that, that continues. But uh, uh, I mean, you look at it, one thing I didn't mention, three out of the last four Novembers being undefeated, that's a great uh, uh, um, stat, especially in today's day and age where you have so much turnover. And I think uh, uh, um, uh, the Baylor family deserves a lot of credit because a lot of times in November, uh, fans are still focused on football, and we've had great turnouts to where we've been able to to win at home and on the road and um, fans show up at tournaments and uh, you, you have to have that to win. So uh, hopefully we keep, we keep that up uh, right now. We're six best offensive rebounding team. So uh, you are going to miss shots. You want to be able to get them when you miss them. And defensively uh, 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 we're climbing uh, last game. We were 53 before the game. And when the game finished, we were 44 or 42. And I think uh, uh, currently I think we're 44 because it changes each day by the teams you play, how they do, how other teams do. But uh, this team, we know uh, we, we have more youth than a lot of people. I mean, we start two freshmen, and you you, you play a game tomorrow night, and um, Seton Hall's got five seniors starting. They don't bring in anyone that's not a senior until they get to the bench. So, uh, and, and the seniors nowadays aren't just four-year guys. They're fifth- and sixth-year guys. So uh, our team's really done a great job in blending and playing well together, even though we have some youth. What does Seton Hall do? You know, it seems like they're a big-time offensive rebounding team. Uh, how much of a priority of that is in, in practice and in the film sessions, and is that something they seem to take a lot of pride in? Well, they, they have a, a, a big man, Bediaku, who is the leading offensive rebounder in the Big East and six in the nation. So uh, he he's pretty prolific. We had to do a great job blocking him out and – uh, making things uh, hard for him to get offensive rebounds and easy putbacks. But it's a typical uh, uh, Big East team. I mean, uh, uh, Coach Holloway does a great job getting them uh, to play really hard. And um, uh, the physical, they're mature. And the older you get, the more you're used to the physicality and the rigors of, of Division One. So uh, this, is a, this is a Big East, Big 12 uh, uh, battle. And uh, you got to be on point to be successful. What about Ray J? Uh, Twenty-four points against Florida. The float game, the post-up game. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember players in the past, uh, guard like that, a point guard especially, who could go down there and post up people uh, like him. Um, it's kind of a special trait. Um, I mean, it just—it's—it's it's really you got some uncommon players on this team, but man, he, he loves to do it. And what is he six, two? I mean, I guess, uh, something like that, but he's, he's, he knows how to, he knows how to operate down there. Well, I think, uh, the common trait is, uh, each player brings a lot of talent and ability, but the fact that, uh, uh, fundamentally sound and great teammates, uh, allow them to share the ball, operate in space. And Ray J's, uh, uh, an old school throwback guard of, uh, Mark Jackson days. Um, Jared Butler used to be pretty good with his spin move uh, uh, in the post as well. But uh, um, I know I know uh, uh, Villanova's made it popular too 
with their guards uh, uh, posting. But uh, Ray J's really, really uh, proficient around uh, uh, 10 foot and in. Um, but if, if you don't have great players around them that space the floor, then you don't have room to operate. So again, everything we do uh, never comes down to just one player. It's everybody working well together and allowing each other to be successful. All right, and uh, Drexel and Penn have beaten Villanova recently. Have you noticed that? Should they stop playing Philadelphia-based teams? I mean, that is well, – uh, well, you... <laughs> well, we just need them to lose one more in this uh, Big East Big 12 challenge in Manhattan. So, <laughs> Boy, you're but right. Again, it, yeah. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, every night you look – last night, what was it, Southern Mississippi State? I mean, every night it seems like there's – there's an upset, and that's that's parody in college basketball. These guys have a point guard that can post up as well. Is that what I was uh, seeing? The uh, Seton Hall. Yeah, they they, they have a uh, a point guard at six foot six, six foot seven, very similar to uh, the Nichols uh, uh, player number fifteen that did a great job at six 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 seven, leading them in assists. Um, but but Richmond, somebody that's a, a really skilled, talented player that uh, is, is is an offensive mismatch from the standpoint most most point guards aren't six seven and are six six and long and 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 good around the rim so uh we're gonna have our, our work cut out the 75 percent of their points come in the paint and on free throws so um we got to do a good job uh, uh keeping them off free throw line and away from getting easy all right, we do. Are we doing any kind of Christmas uh, theme or anything over there at the Feral? I mean, we're having to say goodbye to the Feral soon. I'm starting to get a little tear thinking about it. And we're not gonna. At least they're not gonna dynamite the place. Volleyball still do some good things over there, but uh, that is it. I mean, you had a lot of fun history there, and these last few games. I would imagine it's kind of special to you. You're excited about, you know, Foster need to get a great home court advantage, but the Farrell, in its own way, you know, has been has been great to the Bears over the years. It, it sure has, but uh, uh, right now, so focused on Seton Hall. I think the last game in the Farrell, it'll it'll really dial in and hit us all. Um, but right now, it's just another home game, and and we're undefeated at home this year. I think we're tied for the nation's longest win streak. So we need the Baylor family out tomorrow. Uh, uh, and we can definitely use uh, uh, their support to help us be successful in this challenge. Hey, I was surprised you didn't take Jacoby Walter or you didn't bring him back in that game against Florida when he had four fouls. I mean, I, I thought that was interesting and he seemed to handle it beautifully. Mm-hmm. But most potential, I mean, he is going to be a superstar and he already is mm-hmm. in some ways. Yet you did not bring him back in that game. A part of it was Langston, Jalen, others were. I mean, Langston especially as a guard was playing great. Um, how, what was going through your mind, you know, in that game? Because again, when you have a player of that magnitude, you normally are going to bring that player back in at some point. You did not, and quite honestly, it surprised me a little bit. But uh, but again, he seemed to handle it fine. Well, I think that that's part of what makes him such an outstanding teammate and player is his intangibles and the fact that if he was an eye guy, uh, he wouldn't be uh, uh, the player or teammate that he is, which, again, makes him special. And um, one of the toughest things is first half, he got in foul trouble late, and then second half, he never really had a rhythm uh, to get to get back into the game. And 
uh, it's hard if you've sat that long and then you come in and then you have to, to, to perform. And the team was on a run. And, and um, normally when, when things are going well, uh, you don't sub. If things aren't going well, you tend to sub more mm-hmm. earlier in the game. You need to sub for rest. But um, the goal is always to win the game. And it's really hard to sit, come back into a game that you've been out of for so long in the second half and be effective, let alone play aggressively when you had two back-to-back fouls called that, that, that make you humanistically not be aggressive and be passive. And uh, in the last two, three minutes of the game, that's, that's not – I mean, so part of it is to, to – it's just the team dynamic. And uh, mm-hmm. if you would have gone back in, uh, I'm sure he would have done a great job. And at the same time, uh, the five guys out there did a great job and uh, finished the game well. And uh, if it wasn't for Ford hitting a couple, <laughs> uh, a couple deep shots at the end, we'd even won by more. So my point is, um, some games things just work out that way. And uh, I think it goes back to what makes this a, 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 a good team and a special team is they're more concerned with winning than they are their numbers or their, their, their production. And if, as long as we maintain that, then our depth becomes mm-hmm. a strength because if you only have one or two weapons and they're off, then you're off. And if you got a, a, a handful uh, or, or great depth, you can have bad nights and, and still be able to win games because you got other guys to pick you up. Mm-hmm. They're most excited about sacks getting into games and launching freeze. I honestly think your your team gets more excited <laughs> about that now. than I think I, yeah, I think I, 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 he, 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 the nickname has gone to buckets, but like even let's let's look let's look at him. He three years he hadn't scored. He scores. The players on the bench called the play that he hits his first bucket. The next game, the players call the play that he hits his next bucket. So this back to back games. This last game, he has a good look, misses, but the next time down he could have taken a bad shot just to get a shot, but he played the right way and had a great pass. And then Caleb got an and one. And it just shows you again, everybody's worried about playing the right way and not being selfish or worried about points or because that all takes care of itself. And the most important thing is, is to get wins uh, and, and play the right way. So we keep improving. All right. Last thing. How was coach K doing the other day? Somebody told me you were, I think I saw like a, a photograph of you, uh, uh, taping something with uh, with Coach K, uh, y'all have really uh, uh, become pretty good friends. It seems like over the years. How was uh, how was that? What was was Coach K grilling you as usual? Nah, nah. Yeah, Co- Co- Coach K. What I've always admired about him is uh, he's he's never been too busy to give back or help. And when we won the national championship, he had uh, uh, given some really good advice for how to how to approach the next year and um i've I've appreciated his accessibility and his his desire to want to help and uh again he's done it not only in the college level but with the olympic teams and um uh man it's achieved so much but given back and uh, i remember uh um uh as as a young head coach uh, at, at valpo like one of the first meetings i was at and he was always involved in committees and different things, trying to make our game better. And I just always uh, uh, respected that because um, he's somebody that's given back, uh, and not everybody does that. 
All right. Well, you'll get to see. Isn't that funny to play against uh, Shire? And we all remember that game where uh, you guys almost made it to the Final Four, should have. We still know about that call that was, uh, yeah, rough call at the end of yeah. that one in Houston. Hey, we, we, that was we, one of we, 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 yeah. We just want to make sure he's not back in the game because I still got nightmares <laughs> from that, that team that won the game. <laughs> I see Nolan sometimes. He must be coaching yeah. somewhere too. Yeah, and then I don't know what Kyle's doing. You know, the guy who played in the NBA for a while. I'm not sure what he's up to, but I he's th- probably th- those buckets. <laughs> <laughs> and then the big dude that was involved in that play. It, what Zubek. was that guy's name? Zub- Zubek. Zubek. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I still have nightmares about, <laughs> about that. But that's okay. We've won a national title since then. It's okay. And we'll face them in Madison Square Garden on the on the uh, 20th. Scott, always uh, fun. And uh, we had a lot to catch up on there. But uh, really appreciate you doing that. Good luck uh, tomorrow night. Seton Hall, the Big East challenge uh the big 12 as uh, baylor tries to represent the big 12 and give them a commanding lead all right scott have a great one hey you gonna be here tomorrow you know i'm always i'm always lurking i i would have a hard time not attending that's what that I need to hear. that's what i yeah. need to hear all right yes. <laughs> you guys take care thanks all you do matt you bet you bet there you go scott drew the baylor bears and um yeah, got that one. They've got uh, Michigan State. That's going to be uh, the 16th in Detroit. And sometime around then we'll talk to Scott again. Uh, the one at Madison Square Garden against Duke.